A reading of Numbers from the translation of Everett Fox in June of 2019, chapter 8. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aharon and say to him, When you draw up the lampwicks toward the front of the lampstand, let the seven lampwicks give light. Aharon did thus. Toward the front of the lampstand he drew up the lampwicks, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Now this was the constructed pattern of the lampstand, hammered work of gold, even up to its stem, up to its petals, it was hammered work. According to the vision that Yahweh had Moshe see, thus the lampstand was made. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Take the Levites from the midst of the children of Israel and purify them. Thus you are to do to them, in order to purify them, sprinkle on them water of hatat, decontamination. They are to pass a razor across their whole body, and are to scrub their garments. Then they will have purified themselves. They are to take a bull, a young of the herd, and its grain gift, flour mixed with oil, and a second bull, a young of the herd, you are to take for the Hatat offering. You are to have the Levites come near before the tent of appointment. Then you are to assemble the entire com community of the children of Israel. You are to have the Levites come near before the presence of Yahweh. And the children of Israel are to lean their hands upon the Levites. Aharon is to elevate the Levites as an elevation offering before the presence of Yahweh on behalf of the children of Israel, that they may serve the serving tasks of Yahweh. Then the Levites are to lean their hands on the head of the bulls. They are to assign the one as a hatat offering and the other as an offering up to Yahweh to effect ransom for the Levites. Thus you are to have the Levites stand before Aharon and before his sons, and are to elevate them as an elevation offering to Yahweh. And you are to separate the Levites from the midst of the children of Israel. Mine are the Levites to be. After that, the Levites may enter into the service of the tent of appointment, when you have purified them and elevated them as an elevation offering. For given over, Given over are they to me from the midst of the children of Israel, in place of the breacher of every womb, the firstborn of every one of the children of Israel, I have taken them for myself. For mine is every firstborn among the children of Israel, of man and of beast. At the time that I struck down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, I declared them holy for myself. I take the Levites in place of every firstborn from the children of Israel, and I give over the Levites to be given over to Aharon and to his sons from the midst of the children of Israel to serve the serving tasks of the children of Israel in the tent of appointment and to effect ransom for the children of Israel, that there not be among the children of Israel any plague when the children of Israel encroach on holy things. Moshe, Aharon, and the entire community of Israel did regarding the Levites according to all that Yahweh had commanded Moshe regarding the Levites. Thus did they, they did regarding them 
the children of Israel. The Levites decontaminated themselves and scrubbed their garments. Aharon elevated them as an elevation offering before the presence of Yahweh. And Aharon effected purgation for them to purify them. After that, the Levites entered to serve their serving tasks in the tent of appointment, in the presence of Aharon, and in the presence of his sons. As Yahweh had commanded Moshe regarding the Levites, thus they did regarding them. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, This is what is to be done regarding the Levites. From the age of five and twenty years and upward, they are to enter the working force to join the force in the serving tasks of the tent of appointment from the age of 50, and from the age of 50 years they are to retire from being on the force for the serving tasks and shall not serve any more they may attend upon the brothers of the tent of appointment to keep the maintenance duty but service duty they are not to serve thus you are to do regarding the levites in reference to their duties so ends chapter 8 in only five and a half minutes. Numbered footnotes counting in the second week. Friday, chapter 8. There are layers of editing in this tale of God telling Moses to tell Aaron how to set up the lampstands in the tent of appointment. According to the design delivered from Sinai through Moses, over centuries, and from Solomon's temple through exile to a second temple, the authority of Moses through Torah vies with the Aaronic temple priesthood and the Levitic priesthood. We don't get it. But we do recognize the issues of religious authority and traditions. The Levitical priesthood may look, at first blush, to be a hereditary phenomenon, tracing lineage to Levi, one of the twelve sons of Jacob. That's no more plausible than the historicity of this story of numbers, of shaving their bodies, washing their robes, and having their hands laid on them by all the rest of the people, the way the priests will lay hands on the livestock brought to slaughter. The modern historical critical scholarship focused on the anthropological roots of child sacrifice. Coming to it on face value, canonical criticism, re-enchanting our universe in a post-modern age, the myths of Exodus from Egypt are as powerful as the Akedah of Isaac's near-sacrifice, or the near-sacrifice of Ishmael celebrated at Eid. What sacrifice is unthinkable? Think about it. What might it mean to say that the first and best, the nearest and dearest, are gods, not just our leftovers, discretionary tips for a bellhop or waiter god in the sky. This idea of redeeming, of claiming back on conditions and for a price, is fundamental to our biblical religions. It need not be reduced to Anselm's commercial model of atonement. And it might be enriched by lingering over these texts. It's magical thinking, this threat to our nearest and dearest, and this promise to those who help with atonement, 
putting us back in right relations with one another and God's creation over and over again. The agents of such restoration and renewal need to respect boundaries, and violations must be taboo. Who dares to presume on the mercy of God playing with holy fire? These days the age limits bother me as much as the gendered nature of this early priesthood. Not just that it's men, but that they have to be from age 30 to age 50. It gets flexed a bit. You know, the service can start at 25. The Midrash corrects this discrepancy in the tradition by proposing that there was a five-year apprenticeship. It also permits retirees to assist with temple duties. Nothing appears about women, but we might continue the interpretive arc of extension. Consecrating the Levites is briefer in chapter 8, but the idea of God demanding the firstborn, but accepting the Levites in lieu, is even more alien than yesterday's stuff about taxes. They enter the tent to handle the holy things in their prime. What word do you have, eh?